Emerging miner Copper 360 has its sights set on a JSC listing. The red metal producer will list on the Alt-X board by the end of this month. This, of course, all happening as the JSC deals with a listing exodus. Joining me now is the company CEO, Jan Nelson. Of course, we celebrate every time there is a new listing on the JSC. Thank you very much for your time, Jan. Now, let's just start off with the corporate structure of Corporate 360, uh, of Copper 360. What's the relationship between Ship Copper, Big Tree Copper and Copper 360? Hi, thank you. Yeah, well, Ship Copper actually started their exploration about 14 years ago and were there before we got there. We got there about five years ago as, as Big Tree Copper um, and, and we uh, started building a copper oxide plant to treat loose rocks in the area. And at that time, we met up with Shirley Hayes, which was running Ship Copper. And uh, she also became a partner in, in uh, Big Tree Copper. Um, we then decided that that the two companies was gonna was gonna merge. In essence, uh, Ship is doing a reverse takeover of of Big Tree Copper, and Big Tree Copper is changing its name to Copper Three Hundred and Sixty, and will be the listed entity. Ah, all right. Now, what does that translate to in terms of operations? What are your operations looking like at this point? We've got we've essentially got two legs. The one leg is is run by our subsidiary called Cape Copper Oxide in Ababip in the Northern Cape, and that has currently got a processing plant which make copper plates, and we retreat old rock dumps and rehabilitate the environment, make copper. So that's the one part of the business. And then with ship, we in terms of the mining license that's been granted over twelve mines and sixty prospects, we get that as well, and that will include. Uh, or bring hard rock copper mining to 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 um, to our portfolio, both on service and underground. Uh, all right. Now we know that there's been really a big push to copper uh, from uh, single commodity miners trying to diversify, and also from diversified miners also trying to get into copper. Of course, because of the big green economy that we are heading to. I'm just interested in the decision to go specifically for copper and maybe not the other green uh, economy metals such as lithium, nickel, cobalt, and the such. I, you know, I think. We, uh, we started our journey 14 years ago with Shirley Hayes, uh, recognizing that they were fantastic copper deposits. And so, you know, it all starts with a good ore body. And she decided that and, and the opportunity in that area was copper. And when we got there, we just amplified that with loose rock and copper. So so it, it wasn't initially by choice. It was because they were good ore bodies. Yeah. And we knew that copper was a critical metal. But if you look at the other green metals, copper is actually one of the standout metals. So, you know, it, it is... You could say by luck because we're at the right place at the right time, but it's taken us 14 years to get you. Yeah. Um, the geographical uh, mapping right now, I understand that you're in the Northern Cape, but I'm just wondering, um, you know, if you would ever look at expanding mining to other geographies that are maybe seen as having an abundance of copper, maybe in other African regions. You know, no, we won't because our mining license covers about 19,000 hectares. And as I've said, there's 12 mines and 60 prospects with a drill database. Yeah. So we've got so much copper that we we can virtually mine at our increased rates for 500 years. And then, you know, South okay. Africa, despite its problems, still has the best infrastructure. So... No, we're going to remain right here and we've got enough to keep ourselves busy with. Okay, so because there's this notion that South Africa is underexplored. So would you say that for copper, that is sufficient? The exploration is sufficient? 
No, I wouldn't say so. But I think what makes the Northern Cape uh, uh, special is that the exploration has already been done. And there exists a whole bunch of old mines with infrastructure and ore bodies that hadn't been mined previously. So, you know, you actually don't need to do an exploration. You just need to pick those mines up, model the data, and you can get going. And that's what we've done. Ah, okay. I get you on that point. Now, um, what valuation are you expecting at listing? And actually, when can we expect this listing? I mean, uh, just also going into the capital needs of the businesses, of the business right now. Yes. We've, we've successfully secured 260 million rand, um, which is what we require to build the business to the next phase as part of the listing. And the listing will happen at the end of February. We've got most of the documentation of the JSE tied up. There's just a few administrative uh, um, last minute stuff we're doing, so nothing significant. So the listing will happen end of the month and the capital has been secured. So we're, I think, in a very good position. Yeah. And I understand that a lot of players I mentioned earlier on are really trying to push for copper. Is there no worry about an oversaturation in the supply of copper at this point? Or is it that the fundamentals support it so much that supply will always remain in shortage or at least for a very long time compared to demand? I think the fundamentals support it, but let me give you one small example. So yeah. copper supply has fallen, is going to fall over the next 10 years from 30, 30 million tons to 10 million tons. And if you look at the EVs, just the EVs, they've got a, you know, by 2030, Europe has got to have 30% EVs on the road. That's 500 million EVs. Each of them need about 85 kilograms of copper. That's 42 million tons of copper. And you can see that's double the mine supply, which is already sinking. You know, then we don't talk about the green infrastructure revolution. And so if you add all of that, there just is not enough copper. Yeah. And it's not going to change in the next 10 years. All right. Well, um, ahead of your listing, is there anything that you'd highlight to uh, prospective investors? Absolutely. We've already got an operation that's in production. We cash flow positive. We've got a very aggressive dividend policy. We've raised all our capital and we've got a fantastic growth profile and we're going to be one of the lowest cost producers in the world. So I think that that should give people a very good reason to invest. Ah, all right. Well, looking forward to the developments there and also your listing um, at the end of the month. Thank you very much for your time, Jan. That was the CEO of Copper360, Jan Nelson.